your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Arizona fired its athletic director yesterday. Uh, the school announcing, quote, a transition in the leadership, okay? Um, and in firing their athletics director, um, Dave Heakey, his Heek, H-E-E-K-E, anyway, the uh, president of the university said this, I want to thank Dave for his outstanding efforts in leading our athletics program through a period of significant change. He helped get our men's and women's basketball programs and our football program on a strong trajectory, oversaw the success of several of our sports teams, and greatly enhanced the student-athlete experience. They just hired a football coach, like last week, because the other football coach left to go to Washington to replace the guy that went to Alabama. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, apparently... The athletic director last week announced a plan to help the school recover from a university-wide $240 million miscalculation of projected cash on hand. That probably will get you fired. Sounds like it. <laughs> that probably will. You know, I don't, I don't think there's probably. I think it did get him fired. I mean, no, was this was this his fault that he that he just like, you know, check his checking account balance and didn't forgot to make a bunch of deductions is this the business manager's fault who's i mean it's it's they they had a plan that included freezes uh, a pause in all major construction projects with the athletic department according to this espn article still on the hook to repay a 55 million dollar loan that was issued during the pandemic um this this comes six days after he they announced brent brennan uh as their new football coach to replace Jed Fish, who left to go to Washington, I, I wonder how Brent Brennan is feeling about this, or and maybe, or maybe he knew. But I mean, if you're going to fire somebody, you usually don't tell them, "Hey, go ahead and make the football hire. We're going to can you. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll give a positive statement about what an outstanding job you did, but we're still going to fire you." Uh, do we know that he made the football hire? Don't yeah, great question. Don't know the answer to that. I mean, because that's not always the case, right? Might be a committee or whatever, sure. like we had here. Sure, sure. Um, and like I said, maybe this, maybe this guy had the, they 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 told him, pulled him aside and said, "Hey, listen, I know you've been dealing with Dave. You probably really like him. He's a nice fella. But he ain't gonna be here. So if that changes your mind, we get it. And um, they have." Uh, They've named an, an interim. The interim will be the former Wildcats softball coach, Mike Candrea. So, obviously, they feel pretty good about him because they've got they already had somebody lined up. Anyway, I just thought that was really bizarre. That's definitely odd. You know, mm-hmm. especially you know they're coming into a new conference. They've just you know they you felt like coming. Well, it's, in- it's bizarre, but it's not like it's something they it's not something they planned. Clearly, they had to do this. Yeah, they felt like they had to, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, so it's not as if it was a plan. Right. It's not bizarre that 
people cheat companies out of money well, and I'm people not, do nefarious things yeah. or whatever and I'm not to get themselves he, fired. Yeah, and I'm not saying yeah. he lined his pockets by any yeah. stretch of the imagination. I know, but I'm just saying this is obviously really odd stuff, and mm-hmm. and because of that, they had to do something. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, what's what's kind of bizarre, too, is, is you're trying to get yourself set up to be in a new conference. And, you know, amongst the, sco- amongst the schools coming in, you kind of looked at them and went, oh, okay, that's one that you might fear a little bit. But maybe not. It looks like right now they're going to be going through a bit of a transition. <laughs> yeah, right. They're $240 million light in the, in the cash drawer. I mean, $240 million, how do you... How do you get that short? I mean, and maybe, maybe it's easy to do when you're dealing with, with those kinds of numbers, but just that seemed a little bizarre to me. The other story that seems kind of bizarre to me right now is this uh, adventure that uh, the Michigan football coach is on to seek new employment. And um, on one hand, I have no problem with him, you know, Jim Harbaugh going and interviewing for a job. He's going to interview with the Los Angeles Chargers. My, my question is, um, on one hand, how'd you like to be Michigan? Well, you'd love to be Michigan because they just won a national championship, right? But on the other hand, kind of, their coach is kind of holding them at bay a little bit here. You know, what in the world's going on in their football program? Yeah, and you would think that they're smart enough to be, you know, behind the scenes preparing themselves for other possibilities yeah it's like okay so do we go internal on this do we do we have somebody it that seem, we're targeting it seems like they're i don't know maybe i'm wrong on this but i I felt like a lot of people michigan people wanted the the guy that filled in anyways as a replacement so that's an easy transition right Mm-hmm. Yeah, I he's mean, already there. He, the players already know him. Probably keep the staff or much of the staff. Mm-hmm. Let Harbaugh go off and and do. And so they're not like it's not like they're going to be left at the altar without any head coach. No, at all. no, no, no. I mean, you're, they're they're. I mean, it's Michigan for God's sake. I mean, they just won a national championship. I mean, there'd be probably plenty of coaches that you know if they had the opportunity to take that job. I uh, would would take it. I agree completely. So that's why I ask you why we why you worried then. Well, I'm not worried. I just it's, find it. I just, just, I just it seems like Michigan already is is good. Will be good. Yeah. That just seems. It just seems. It just seems weird to me that it's just taken this long to get to this point. Well, it's Jim Harbaugh. That's always a little bit interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's like why? Um, well, if this was going on at at Texas Tech, and uh-huh. would wouldn't you just be Hey, let's just move on. Yeah. I would. I yes. would be. Let's just move on. Hey, yeah. we appreciate what you did, Coach. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You know, always will be a special time in our place in our hearts for what you did. Always but, have a seat for you at the stadium. But we got to we got to move on. Right. We need you. To make, uh, we, we need we we got to move on. It's like what's what's going on in these interviews where he's got to have a a second or third or they're having to really scratch their head and thinking about it. And maybe, maybe he's getting in there and saying some of his Jim Harbaugh stuff and they're like, okay, we're thinking about hiring you as our head coach and uh, we're still not sold. I I just think the what he's done on the field is all the selling that you need. Mm-hmm. The, um, the chargers uh, are going to meet with him this week. This is the second interview. And the Atlanta Falcons uh, have also scheduled a second interview uh, with him. 
this I mean, week. Michigan has to assume he's not coming back. Yeah, because, I mean, he's just, given them this list of things that he wants, which includes basically immunity of anything bad that he's done. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm I'm saying he's doing second interview with places, mm-hmm. with with NFL teams. I mean, clearly he wants one of those jobs. Michigan is, you know, they have all the plans in place. Right now they're just holding back naming the, the interim, the head the guy. The offensive guy. I think it was the offensive Out of supporter. respect yeah. to Harbaugh. Yeah, I don't know, and you, you kind of look at, and then the the Chargers so far have interviewed fifteen people. That's the most in the NFL. Fifteen. That's a lot. That's a lot. And did you then, get a call? I did not. I was, mm-hmm. was going to ask you the same question. It's like it's like they've interviewed everybody but us. You know, it's like I don't look good in blue. Powder blue. Like yeah. the, the San Diego Air Force Air Force Blue, you're you're wearing blue today. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> you, you look you look pretty good. <laughs> you look pretty good. And meanwhile, Cincinnati's uh, losing their offensive coordinator. It looks like uh, it looks like he'll be the new coach of the Tennessee Titans, Brian Callahan. I, why do I feel like that's not going to work out? Just, what, tell me what you know about Brian Callahan. Nothing. That's okay. That's well, what, how can you even have an opinion that it's not going to work out? Well, because he's because I don't know. Just doesn't have any skins on the wall. I mean, he's helped them get a couple of division championships. They made it to a Super Bowl. Aren't you the one that brought us the fact that no coach has ever taken a team to the two different teams to the Super Bowl before? By definition, all of them have had no skins on the wall <laughs> when they got hired. There's a lot of offensive and defensive coordinators that weren't head coaches before that became head coaches and, and had some success. Yeah. I think that Belichick guy was once a coordinator. He, he, and he was yeah. a, a head coach. Not, why do I think this is not going to work out? And, I know nothing about the guy. know nothing about his track record. He and helped I think him win pa- division titles, but I just it's just not going to work. I'm pretty yeah. sure Parcells even was an assistant coach on the college level for a while. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Didn't tell you it had to make sense, all right? Six. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time for this day in sports history. Today is January the 23rd, 2024. Here's Jeff McGuire with this day in sports history. 1950, we will start. The NFL makes a rule change uh, to open the way for two platoon system. Which I think has worked out well since that led to offense and defensive players. <laughs> I like how you, I don't know what the right term is here, Chuck. You probably would, would know this. I like how you started like an old English. Old English, like, in 1950, we will start. Not, we will start in 1950. Mm, yeah. You, know what, I, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or like maybe Yoda talk. Would Yoda say that? Like we're talking, I am. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who Yoda is. You're not allowed to laugh at that, Chuck. I do 19, know who yeah, Yoda is. I don't know if old English is the right term or not. I'm going to yeah. guess no, but okay. it just something right. it sounded... Very formal. Yes, very formal. Mm-hmm. In 1950, we will start. Well, you know, yeah. it's, it's the bell like type it. in the background yeah. that uh, leads you to be sure, a little right. more proper. Okay. I guess, maybe, right. sort of. 1953, the NFL Dallas Texans... Become the Baltimore Colts. Now the Indianapolis Colts. They're left for the Baltimore, so the Baltimore Ravens could leave after being the Cleveland Browns. Anybody else lost? Okay, just huh? 
1965, Boston Celtics center Bill Russell misses all 14 shots in a 104-100 loss to the Philadelphia 76ers, led by newly acquired Wilt Chamberlain. Wow. For 14. That won't help your shooting percentage. <coughs> no, not at all. Gosh, and you wonder, with Russell, how many of them were right near the rim? Sure. Point well, blank. right by the rim, but with Wilt Chamberlain in the way. Yeah, that's, that's true. 1983... The Mud Bowl. Miami Dolphins beat the New York Jets 14-0 in the AFC Championship game on a wet, muddy field, which negated the Jets' significant speed and quote-unquote skill advantage. I don't know how much skill advantage the Jets had over the Dolphins in 83. So, 1996, the number 22 Texas Tech Red Raiders win their ninth straight and uh, rises to a 15-1 record with an 18-4 run in the second half to uh, went to beat SMU in Dallas, 72-6. to six. Nice. And in 2015, Golden State guard Clay Thompson scores the most NBA points in a quarter. 37. That's crazy. Most three-pointers in a quarter with nine in a Warriors 126-101 win over the Sacramento Kings. 37 points in a quarter. What do you think they said in the opposing team's huddle? Might want to guard that guy. Hey, who's got clay? <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> it is, <clears throat> excuse me, it is National Irish Coffee Day, and I promise I'm not drinking any. Okay. Uh, happy birthday, Tiffany Thiessen, 50 today. Mm. Nora O'Donnell, 50 today. Uh, Chelsea Scullenberger, which is we know is Sully from the Miracle on the Hudson, 73. Yeah. Richard Dean Anderson, 74. He was MacGyver. Mm. And old on the, MacGyver, right? Huh? He was the old MacGyver. Well, yeah. Okay, well, there was a new MacGyver, too. Sure, but when you're 74, I yeah, don't know Maverick that he would Mac- be the young MacGyver. Maverick MacGyver, he played quarterback for us. <laughs> different, different MacGyver. Different MacGyver? Different MacGyver, yeah. Yeah, he didn't look 74. No. No. Yeah. And on this day in 1968, the USS Pueblo, a Navy intelligence vessel, Mm. is engaged in a routine surveillance of the North Korean coast when it's intercepted by North Korean patrol boats. According to U.S. reports, the Pueblo was in international waters almost 16 miles from shore, but the North Koreans turned their guns on the lightly armored vessel and demanded its surrender. Americans attempted to escape. North Koreans opened fire, wounding the commander and two others. With capture inevitable, the, Mer- the Americans stalled for time, destroying the classified information while taking further fire. Several more crew members were wounded. They were eventually captured, tortured, beaten, imprisoned. I'm not going to go through the list of travesties, uh, travesties that went against them, but I highly encourage you to look it up. And... If you were still in North Korea today, you could go tour the Pueblo because it's now a museum for North Korea. Yeah, and that I, is this day in sports history. I remember that when when they were captured. And they, it was like uh, Christmas time before they were finally released. This is a, a long ordeal. They were uh, basically prisoners for like 11 months. Yeah. 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 
Super yeah. And I just want to say that I thought MacGyver was way better than the A-Team. I enjoyed MacGyver way more. I thought he was awesome. You got to appreciate BA's welding skill, though, in the A-Team. Yeah. He could make anything a tank. Well, MacGyver did it all by himself. He didn't need a group of four or five, whatever. And a paperclip. Don't forget the paperclip. No, whatever. And Mr. And, uh, and MacGyver was probably a little less, you know, flamboyant than Mr. T. That probably would that turn you off. Flamboyant's the right word for Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he was certainly out there. He was boisterous. He, over the top, maybe. Yes. Yeah. You know, all the okay. all the things that you. I guess I just think the flamboyant is something different. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Six fifty one this morning here on the morning drive. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, I I heard this the other day, and uh, it 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 kind of blew me away. For the Baltimore Ravens, they will host the city of Baltimore will host the AFC Championship game on on Sunday. We'll have the game for you at one. The kicks at two. It's the first time they've hosted the AFC Championship game since January the 3rd, 1970. Which I believe was the first AFC Championship game. Okay. And they they beat that day. They beat the uh, Oakland Raiders. 27 to 17. John Madden was the coach of the Raiders, and uh, Don McCafferty was the coach of the Colts. The Colts would go on to win. Uh, this was the 1970 season, obviously. Um, the Colts would go on to win um, Super Bowl V uh, over the Cowboys when uh, Jim O'Brien hits the field goal. And uh, many would say that that field goal should have been called back because. Jim O'Brien wasn't wearing his chin strap when it was when he kicked it, mm. so he had an equipment violation. Mm. Although it would have been a real technicality. But anyway, I just thought that was, I thought that was uh, interesting. Uh, at least it was interesting to me that the that the Colts hadn't been in that position uh, since uh, since 1970 or the, or the city of Baltimore, because obviously the Colts are now in uh, in Indianapolis. All right. Um, somebody says this. Johnny Weir is flamboyant, Chuck, not Mr. T. Okay. Oh, Mr. T had some pretty outlandish wardrobes as well, or had an outlandish wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Johnny Weir is? No. He's a he's a strange dude. I mean, strange. Strange is putting it mildly. I think flamboyant. I think of Boy George. Boy I don't George. think of Mr. T. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That may be me using the word or thinking of the word incorrectly, but maybe it works for both. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, somebody says this, and uh, Johnny Unitas was the quarterback. He was the quarterback um, for that game. Um, but uh, anyway, I just thought, like I said, thought that was uh, thought that was a little interesting. All right, uh, we'll have uh, high school hoops on the air for you tonight. A triple header. Uh, including uh, Lubbock Cooper at uh, Lubbock High School tonight on 100.7 The Score. And then Liberty playing uh, Roosevelt tonight at 6.30 on 93.1 Texas FM, both the girls and the boys. And then the Friendship Girls and Boys from the Permian Basin, they take on Permian tonight 
and we'll have that for you at 6 with the boys to follow at uh, at 7.30. So uh, look forward to uh, to all that tonight here on uh, Double T 97.3, 100.7 The Score, and 93.1 Texas FM. Your thoughts, comments, your uh, reactions to things, um, you can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to DoubleT973.com for that. The mobile app presented by Happy State Bank or the Visual Edge IT hotline. It is open as well for your use today and every day. Every day. Every day. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Five. Good morning with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Couple of reactions to the Jason Josh Young conversation. Uh, this Josh was so good. He made play after play that got small scores that kept us in games until something gave us a win. Um, uh, so- he was, I mean, just so good defensively at third base. I just was always blown away with you would hear these stories about, you know, when it came draft time and people were like, I don't know if he projects as a third baseman at the next level. They're probably going to have to move to first. I'm like, have you guys ever seen him play? I, I, I mean, I just have always felt like, I mean, he was a better defender than he is a hitter. Yeah, I mean, I've heard you say that repeatedly. I mean, um, going back to when he was playing, uh, let alone to right before he was drafted and, and coming up through the through the minors. Um, somebody asked this question of you. Could you see? Could you say Josh had a better team around him as well, especially with pitching, which kind of helped him stand out more? Yeah, no, absolutely. There were better teams then, no question. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody wants to know what the minor league trade systems look like. What if a big, different big organization needs him? I guess he'd be on the radar, right? Yeah, he'd be on the radar, but it's it's not like just because he's in their minor leagues, you can mm-hmm. just go take him. Hey, you're not using him in the big league team, so we can steal him. Right. You know, <laughs> there's plenty of really good prospects that teams think really highly of that sure. you can trade for minor league players, and you can give up more other minor league players, or you can trade major league players. And and there's... I mean, that's a lot of times what happened. Mm-hmm. It goes the opposite way. Like, you know, say the team A is out of the playoffs, and so they're going to they're going to trade a, a player that they have on their big league roster and team B is like, Hey, we want your player. And they're like, okay, well let me look into your farm system to see what you have that I like. Oh, this Jace young guy. Yeah. He's, we'll take him. We'll take him. I mean, you can have aging superstar, mm-hmm. you know, who's at the end of his contract, but you think he's going to get you over the hump and win you a world series. Yeah. Maybe get you a save here or a, you know, a, a start here or a, base hit there or you know maybe your dh gets hurt towards the end of the year and you're you're absolutely right there and you're going to mortgage the future a little bit i mean jace could be one of those guys that 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 gets you know to be a part of a trade um or he could be just part of a group of guys that come up with detroit together and get them all together to win a world series could be yeah could you could have that's allowed to happen i mean it's detroit so personally i don't like that to happen it, it is it is allowed to happen uh, Bobby Hot Dogs reminds, don't forget that Jace also made Hex's hand hurt so bad right now. Josh never did that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Accurate. Accurate. <laughs> yeah. Josh would tell you, uh, I I made all my pitches go into fair territory. I didn't hit foul balls. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's what Josh would say to Jace. Uh, this, Josh was the best Texas Tech baseball position player. Well, it's pretty good. Is he the is he the best that you've seen? 
I'm not. I'm not going to argue with that. I mean, obviously, you had some great players, and then you know, in previous eras. But I mean, Josh is making a major impact at a, at the big league level, and he was a stud here and helped take you to College World Series. So it would be hard to say that he's not. It'll be. I mean, if we're 20 years from now and we're still hanging around these parts and there's not a 16 hanging over there at Dan Law Field at Rip Griffin Park, then I think we'd all be a little surprised. Be a little bitter. I don't know if I'd be bitter, but I'd be surprised. Yeah. Might have to go buy a, build a flagpole behind it and hang a 16 on it if they don't put it yeah. on the wall by then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, somebody says uh, this and we've, we've and talked. Might as well just throw a 12 in a and a six up there as well. Oh, sure, sure. It, right, right. right. One big giant. Yeah. Lots of room for lots of flags. Yeah. Right. No, no. there's flagpoles everywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. No, just one. Just one? Until they fix the wall. And then those numbers come off the flagpole because they're on the wall. Mm. What's wrong with the wall? Doesn't have 16 on it yet. Okay, gotcha. Okay. The wall um, is fine. It just needs some more paint. Needs specifically some... in a specific shape. Okay. You know, baseball with a 1-6 on it. Right, right. No, I, I got you. I got you. Uh, just since we're on the baseball topic, uh, somebody had uh, mentioned this, and we talked about this earlier. Happy Adrian Beltre Hall of Fame announcement day, everyone. My my question for you is, where does where does he rank on the best Rangers of all time? So your candidates, according to the one list, is you've got Yvonne Rodriguez, He's behind Pudge. Rafael Primero. I think I might have go ahead go ahead of Roth. Okay. Um and then Nolan Ryan isn't necessarily on this list, but a lot of his success, he was already a Hall of Famer by the time he got to the Rangers. Juan Gonzalez has to be on the list also. Juan I would put him behind Juan. I would put him uh, but Michael Young is interesting for longevity. How about I, Elvis I Andrus? He's, oh, he's above Elvis. Okay. Um, I I think he's in that Michael Young range. I I don't I don't know where you which one you value more. Beltre was the better player. Are, yeah, are we talking about best to ever play the game and wear a Ranger uniform, or are we talking about best Ranger? Right. Because I think best Ranger ever has to be Pudge Rodriguez because he played for the Rangers for a longer period of time. That's really Adrian, where I was. Adrian Beltre is a, a great, great player. I mean, obviously worthy of first ballot Hall of Famer, but he also did great things with other teams as well. Yeah. The, where, and, and whereas Pudge did the majority of his work with the Rangers. And that's really where I was. Yeah. Was when you look at a player with his accomplishments with the Rangers said team, not what he did before or after, you know, where does where does he rank? So if in that in that particular case, yeah, he'd be behind Yvonne Rodriguez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Michael Young is a great ranger, but not as great of a player. Right. So I would put Beltre ahead of Michael Young. I I don't know that I... The longevity that Young brought to the Rangers adds something that Beltre can't make. 
and they were on teams together, and Young moved around a lot in positions because other players coming up behind him wasn't always happy about it. But that's got by a lot. You mean once? Well, when he moved from because <laughs> he went short third second second right. I don't ever remember him playing third. I just remember him going short to second. And he played uh, 1,800 games with the Rangers. I mean, he was yeah. with them a long, long time. So you have to weigh somewhat, like, the quality of the player, how mm-hmm. great he was, and you have to weigh how long he played for the Rangers. Mm-hmm. How the, okay, and, and, just, and then you get your answer that way. Yeah, yeah. No, that's... You, you guys, you kind of... You, you made, your, made your case, so... Because um, they've had a, obviously had an awful lot of great players, but... Sure. Some of them. I do think Juan Gonzalez needs to be high on the list too, because he just—I mean—he won an MVP there, and um, I mean, played for them for a long time. Um, multiple MVPs, right, for mm-hmm. A Rod when he was there. For A Rod, yeah, I mean, A Rod. Has he went his... two MVPs with the Rangers, just one. I do knew. When his first MVP in two thousand and three. Um, I think that was. I think that was it. I think just. I think okay, just one. I think just one. Yeah, and you push him down on the list because he. Where do you want to put Hamilton on this list? Yeah. You know, He's just not in the top ten. Yeah. But just not long enough. I, I, mean, I don't know that I put him above Beltre. No, 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 oh, no, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. But I think he's a worthy candidate to be discussed here. Well, I mean, just like A Rod, he said some things that Ranger fans don't love, so that kind of, you know. To me, makes me think, eh, don't love him as much as a ranger. What about you know, Sammy Sosa? We got to mention Sammy Sosa in this list. Ian Kinsler saying, "I hope they go zero and one sixty-two. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and he's a and guy. And they put him in their Hall of Fame. Seven years with him, uh, and then Kinsler's working for him now. Yeah, yeah. So it's all all good now, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> all good, all good. All right. Well, so Adrian Beltre will be uh, elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame today, and he'll go in as a Ranger. Mm-hmm. So as uh, as he should. All right. It is uh, seven twenty-five this morning here on the morning drive. Somebody says Beltre, one of the top three best position players of all time in Arlington. Uh, somebody else brings up Ruben, Sierra, and Pete Incavilla. Okay. Yeah. Uh, those are those are two names as well that uh, deserve some consideration not necessarily great teams but great players jamie's question of the day is next it's your daily dose of sports and fun this is the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction okay a very simple question for you guys today Mm. i hope we all don't pick the same guy i want you to tell me since we're talking hall of fame you could put any former red raider in the hall of fame in their hall of fame any sport, who would you pick? Wow. Mm. I, I don't. He eventually probably will be in Texas Tech's Hall of Fame. Or, or are you looking for more of the Pro Hall of Fame in this? I was talking about their Professional Hall of Fame. Ooh. If you want to change it to that. And- well, and- Oh, duh. No, this is easy. <laughs> NFL Hall of Fame, Wes Walker. 
Why are we having this conversation? The, he is the definition of the slot receiver. For the better part of a decade, NFL teams were looking ding, for ding, a ding. Wes Welker. And he's not in the NFL, uh, not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Sorry. Completely just blanked there for a minute on who I should be picking for this. My apologies. Yeah, unfortunately, I guess we're all going to have the same answer then because I just feel like Welker um, kind of, I don't want to say changed the game, but he kind of invented a position, you know, that really he was, I mean, one of the first to do it and just took it to a different level. And then NFL teams across the board were looking for guys that mm-hmm. uh, could do what he could do in the slot position and and the way that it changed their offense is, um, I think the other layup is Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you do what he's done so far, and um, we would assume he's going to do more moving forward. So that that would be the other easy one for me. I'd love to say Josh, but um, I one year does not make it yeah, Hall we, of Fame we, career. <laughs> he's got to do a little bit more that he's done at this point. But if you're talking Texas Tech Hall of Fames, then sure. I mean, any of those guys could be there. I was hoping there'd be different answers. Maybe. What about some of your basketball players that you've had run through that have gone on to have a little success in the NBA? Yeah, but you can't. You can't. No, but keep in mind the Naismith is for all of basketball. It's not just NBA players that are in it. You could have a stellar college career and get a nomination for that. Yeah. Uh, one comes to mind that may be or may not be coaching in the NBA right now. I I just don't think that any of our basketball players have have done enough. Yeah, I would agree with that. I because I mean, that's how besides that's, Cheryl Swoops, well, she's, she's in and she's in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was I was trying to see if I was trying to come up with somebody in my head other than uh, a football player. If there was a if there was a uh, I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you a guy that is is worthy of. Um, of Hall of Fame consideration from a from a football standpoint, um, that he would have to go in as a uh, as a veteran would be EJ Hollop. Okay, I mean he he was a defensive and uh, offensive player uh, in the NFL had a had a great had a great career, um, uh, but but uh, is not. Uh, previously, you would have said Zach Thomas, but he's in. He's in. They he's fixed in. that problem. They fi- they fixed that problem. Now we can move on to the Wes Welker problem. Mm-hmm. I I think you can make a case for Wes Welker in the College Football Hall of Fame too, because of how he changed the game, uh, and like you said, created a created a position. Um, All American. That's the catch for the college one is that you've got to be a consensus All American, right? I know. Well, with, with the National Football Federation Hall of Fame, yeah, yeah. If we were just doing track, I think you could put um, another Wes in. Wes uh, Kitley? Kitley as, uh, as for track and coaching. He I mean, has what, been. What he has done here yeah. is just flat out amazing. Yeah, no no, no question. Um, is there anybody else from a baseball standpoint? Just nobody's, nobody's risen like to where you would go. Okay, that's Hall of Fame consideration. Yeah, I don't think so. You've had some guys that have had quite a bit of success, but not on that next level. Um, I mean, you've got a couple of guys who we're going to hear a lot about in the summer, by the way, just so everybody's aware, um, that did a lot through the course of maybe a 10-year career 
but their numbers were never stellar for their career. They just accumulated decent stats. Like they would be. I mean, Joe Dillon had a thirty-two, or I think thirty-two homer season in mm-hmm. college, but I mean, just didn't. He had a actually a, a decently long career in Major League Baseball as a hitting instructor, but um, I don't. I mean, as far as his career as as Major League player, it wasn't super long. Yeah, you know, and probably your best. NBA player was uh, Tony Batty. Um, he had a longest career, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, Darvin Ham had a pretty good. Yeah, he had he had some longevity to his career as well. You know, he's he had, also got the coaching side that he is adding to. Yeah, but he, hang, he hangs out with LeBron, so I'm not. <laughs> Just kidding. Right, yeah. but he was also in Minnesota kind of. for a while too. Yeah. No. And a, and a highly regarded assistant coach at the time too he he's got some skins on the wall for when it comes to things that you can throw into a and a basketball career you know ludwig aberg uh auberg he might be a guy that you know in the Someday. future in the future could be a, a pga hall of famer mm-hmm. and that's that's really a, an interesting hall of fame because that's earned you know based on victories and things like that uh, as opposed to elected, that's nice. Yeah, so that's a that's a so that's, probably a little bit easier in that sport, though. Yeah, well, easier to. I mean, well, if we don't worry about drunken. We were just going to do numbers for baseball. What mm-hmm. would the numbers be? It seems like it's easier to just say, okay, if they win thirty x, x number of tournaments, and yeah, eight of them are majors, then they're in. Yeah, as opposed to. The subjectivity of yeah. Pro Football Hall yeah. of Fame, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's uh, that's that's fair. Uh, Seven thirty-seven. If you have a uh, thought or an opinion on that, um, you can uh, hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, go to double t ninety-seven three dot for that, or the mobile app. Visual Edge IT hotline is open too at eight zero six seven seven one zero nine seven three. Okay. Um, somebody brings up Dave Parks, he, but he did not have a great NFL career, but he was uh, a number one overall draft pick uh, out of Texas Tech by the San Francisco 49ers. So nobody will ever be drafted higher than him. That's fair. You know, so nobody will ever be, ever be drafted higher than him. Um, somebody wants to know, is EJ not in because he only played in the AFL? Uh, no, that's, that's not the case. Um, he's just... It's just numbers. I mean, it's just, you know, trying to get guys in from that era. And the further that you get removed from that, then you become part of the Veterans Committee, and it's hard to stay on the radar. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and longevity may have a, a little bit of an issue for EJ. I mean, he he played for uh, eight, nine years. So, um, I mean, his knees got him uh, at the end of the day. So, He's not a guy that had a particularly long, long NFL career, uh, but but obviously he was uh, very good and played on some very good teams. But sometimes when you play on those great teams, you get kind of lost in the shuffle as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we've seen yep. that with some of the Cowboys teams and some of the Steelers teams, and and you'll see that probably at some of these Patriot teams as as you're coming through, going, well, hey, we've we've put seven of their guys in. We got to do somebody else. And, you know, a guy that had just a great, great career may get lost in the 
kind of lost in the heap, so to speak, uh, and not mm-hmm. not be able to uh, not be able to make it. So I was trying to come up with a with a track guy, um, but there's not necessarily. I mean, there is a track Hall of Fame, obviously, but it's not it's not as you know ballyhooed as you know the Pro Football Hall of Fame or the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame or even the the um, and and it's weird with basketball because it's like what it's the Naismith Hall of Fame. Um, it's not mm-hmm. like the NBA Hall of Fame, right? You right. know, it's just kind of it's kind of weird how that how that works, and you know. But again, that gone. helps players that had really great college careers. Yeah, that may have flamed out in the pros, but you can't think of college basketball without thinking of their name. Yeah, I know. I just it makes you feel like uh, you almost wish okay that there was a college basketball Hall of Fame and a NBA Hall of Fame that they were separate. I'm good the way it is. Because they're not separate in college for football and baseball. But they're convoluted with basketball. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Bitch, coming right back at us. Yeah! Hacks! With a bare hand snag! My hand hurts so bad right now. (laughs) What a play. That doesn't get old, does it? Just an amazing play. (laughs) Hey, good morning. It is the morning drive on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. With Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. Great to have you with us this morning. We are coming to you from the First United Bank studio. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to double97.3.com for that. You'll hear Jamie and Jeff Haxton pretty soon with uh, Red Raider uh, Baseball. You'll hear Haxton an hour from now on 100.7 to score with David Collier. As, uh, well, that's better than Jamie and Hax. Hax and oh. Collier, I mean, that's... Two of the Lubbock elite right there. <laughs> well, when we get Hax and Jamie together baseball season it's pretty sad that that's like the crowning moment of my uh, radio careers <laughs> <laughs> doing color on a foul ball <laughs> oh that's not true there's an lsu call somewhere oh, oh boy still what hacks man what a play uh kobe says this iconic iconic there'll be a see like when 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 hacks goes into whatever Baseball or basketball or whatever broadcaster when he goes into the radio hall of fame. Okay, okay? he goes in the radio hall of fame. I mean, you'll be presenting him. Okay, I don't think. I mean, if anybody is looking for someone to present them for a hall of fame, are you really <laughs> picking me? <laughs> I mean, you know it's going to be short and sweet. Right. Yeah. I mean, you'd want someone to pontificate about you for a little bit, right? <laughs> Maybe so, yeah. Maybe so, but I mean, you you, would, you wouldn't want Jamie to do that. I know, I but mean, if he's sitting with you for twenty something years, you know, like you know, you're thinking, you know, fifteen years down the line, you guys, you know, broadcast a couple of championships or maybe at least one. I'm gonna be like, hex, I there's it's tennis man, I got tennis man. That's Heinz. Heinz will talk all day about you. He'll 
He'll I could write something for him. I, I could. Yeah. I would. I would write something pretty eloquent. You know. Mm, yes. Like, yes. You know, try to deliver it as best. Yes. Try to deliver it as best I could. Um, yes. How much of it would be factual? See, this would question. be a good take versus take question. Okay, so okay. you're going into a Hall of Fame. Who, who do you want? And of the, what do you like? Introducing you, or what? What do they do? What, presenting would, you. Presenting. presenting. Yeah, presenting. Who, you. who would yeah. you want presenting you? Hmm. Of the of the double, it's got to be real, yeah. realistic, right? Yeah, right. You know, because I'd like it to be Tony Kukoc, but I, I'm guessing he probably wouldn't do it. <laughs> he's, not, he's not available. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know that dude. Why would I do that? <laughs> what about Nadal? Uh, that'd be fine. Yeah. yeah, I mean Jeter would come before Nadal. But, Jeter would have come before yeah. Nadal. Okay. Uh, I wonder. I wonder who Hacks would uh, would select. Was will he? Would he? Uh, who uh, would some, he? I would guess some Oklahoma broadcaster. <laughs> yeah, some probably, Oklahoma broadcaster so. legend. Yeah, probably so. So who would your guy be? Oh man, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I really have any have anybody. I, I haven't even really given that any thought. I'd pick Tom Stone. Oh, Tom okay. Stone would talk you up. Uh, yeah. We know he's mm-hmm. a great speaker you know joy mcguire would be a good one too i think tom stone would be nice enough to lie about me and say really good mm-hmm. things about me mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i think he'd do a great job yeah mm-hmm. yeah he'd probably he'd probably be all over it he probably yeah. wouldn't even have to write anything out he just has bullet points about jamie this jamie that jamie <laughs> this jamie that jamie this yeah. mike gustison yeah, he'd, he'd be good. Because he would do some research and, and pull some things out that even I have forgotten mm-hmm. that uh, would be worthy of being mentioned in such a uh, conversation. Yeah. And, and I think he would enjoy going through yep. some of that uh, if he was honored to do somebody's Hall of Fame announcement. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't think I would pick Coach Stone if it was my funeral. Really? Because I would want that to be really short and sweet. Oh, you do. You want? Yeah, to, I don't want people to have to stand around for a long time. Have you given any thought about that? And how the what the order of the service is going to go? I've only <laughs> given, and these are true. This is a true story. I have. There are people on a list that my wife has, mm-hmm. just a verbal list. I haven't written it down. Mm-hmm. Do not let them speak at my funeral. Oh, okay, because okay. I don't want it to last long. Okay. I know two people that are on that list, and <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> One of them's in the room with me, <laughs> and there's another one, another former radio friend. Jeff is not on the list. I'm, I'm on the list. <laughs> You're on the list. Do not let Chuck speak for me. I just want it to go nice and quick and yeah. short and sweet. I, yeah. It doesn't need to be a big deal. So, yeah. Yeah. Under instructions from the family, I, I have a short statement for Jamie as we uh, mourn his passing. Wreck him. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you probably, you, Jamie's you probably going to force everybody. You would, you would not force make that short. Jamie's going to force everybody to play tennis. That's where we're going to hike. We would not go make on a that hike. short. You gotta, where, where's Jamie's funeral? It's yeah. the top of Pike's Peak. You got to hike up there. Chuck would be like Jim Valvano. He'd be like, I know Jamie said make this short, <laughs> but he's not here to complain. <laughs> we're just going <laughs> to... I remember the first time I met Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> we want it short and sweet. Short and sweet. Yeah. Short and sweet. If there's even going to be a funeral, I don't I'm know. I'm sure if mine I'll was even, even too long. <laughs> I don't even know if we'll have one. Well, hopefully yes, it's not it will for... be. Put me in a box, take a hike, and spread my ashes. There you go. Hopefully it won't be, uh, hopefully it'll be a ways, ways away. Get up to the top of a mountain, say yeah. a little prayer. Mm-hmm. 
Let me fly. Let you fly. And enjoy the rest of the, your hike. Oh, goodness. 808 this morning here. We went from... Don't get uh, eaten by a bear. We went from we went from Hall of Fame induction to eulogies, or just in... Just like just like that, but I do think you know though, the Hex will that he will go down in infamy for that. Um, he should. And, oh, you know who would be a good one to to do the the eulogy? I mean, Coach Tadlock's pretty short and sweet guy. For you, yeah, he'd be oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he would make it nice and quick. Jamie's a good broadcaster. He's a good Red Raider. We wish him and his family well. Let's fish. <laughs> Let's fish. <laughs> All right, uh, Big 12 basketball tonight. Uh, your next opponent will be up. Um, number 11, Oklahoma plays host to Texas. This will come to us from the Lloyd Noble Center. So two teams that are heading off to the SEC next year. I don't know how much uh, Oklahoma. I think they do care about basketball there. Um, they've... Uh, for whatever reason, they found themselves ranked number 11 in the country. I'm not sure they're the number 11 team in the country. <laughs> they've been pretty good, though. Yeah, they've been pretty good. I mean, they just don't, they just seem, don't seem to invest in it. I mean, for their arena is a bit of a reason, dump. For whatever reason, they found themselves ranked 11th. Yeah. You don't I mean, think I just, it was because they've won a bunch of games? Yeah. I mean, some I just, good teams? I just, I just kind of, how did they get there? How did they? How did they? Because I mean, it was a bit of a mess last year. Yeah, I mean that guy yeah. almost got fired. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, it's not like they've just. I mean, they beat USC. Uh, they did have a win over Providence. The win over Arkansas is probably pretty good. Uh, they lost to North Carolina, and here in, in Big Twelve play, they've they beat Iowa State, then they lost at TCU at Kansas. I mean. Both tough places to play, obviously. Any, any place in the Big 12 is tough. They have a win at Cincinnati, which that's what they're coming off of, 69-65. That's a good win. Um, and then they have a win at home over West Virginia. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.